He is everything. Thursday, February 23, 2023. The church is his body. He is the one over all and in all. The body's completeness comes solely from the one alone. Ephesians 1.23 Some of the Apostle Paul's writings are indeed amazing. Others are difficult to understand, but they do challenge the intellect. But then there are some texts that are simple and worthy of further consideration. The last verse of chapter 1 of Ephesians is one of those verses, at least in my humble estimation. The passage is truly simple, but it is also deep and all-encompassing. Let these words sink in and ponder the succinct words Paul left us. He makes three watershed declarations. They are simple, but they are also far from being simplistic. Paul is making a statement about the church, about the supreme potentate over the church, and finally, the source from which the church draws its completeness. It's a triangular equation. The church is subservient to the head of the church, the head of the church is sovereign over all the decisions made by the church, and the church is complete only as it relates to the one who makes it complete. Is it possible that Paul is inspired to place in order the relationship between the body, the church, and the one? The church is the body of Christ. The body of Christ is not the church. This is a pivotal ecclesiastical tenet of the church. God provided a special gift for His church in His sovereign will. It is not the church that created or modeled a God in the image of itself. The church exists because God created a longing in the heart of humanity. People both inside and outside the church often suppress that longing through vices, pursuits, treasures, power, fame, and other trappings of life. The church belongs to God. Period. Second, the church of God is subservient to the sovereign God that established it. It is not the sovereign God who becomes subservient to the church. Theology is a laudable pursuit. But church history has shown us that many well-intended and often ill-leaning individuals have ravaged the spiritual flock of Christ over the centuries. God is the sovereign. Many individuals may have tried to speak ex cathedra as if the voice of one person or many voices are indeed, in fact, the voice of God. The church has much to learn about the hierarchy of the church of God. The time has come to place God at the helm of his church. Easier said than done. But I sense the day is coming when, when church buildings will sit empty as the church of God goes underground and then fulfills the mandate for which the church was established. Finally, and just as important as the first two tenets, the church finds its completeness not in what it possesses, not in the perfect understanding of the words of Scripture, not even in the seamless ecclesiastical structure that sustains the church. Paul reminds me, and by extension all of us, that the church is incomplete without the one who breathes life into these staid and stale furnishings, relics, monuments, and mausoleums of the past. The power of God that brings energy to his body has been marginalized for the sake of expediencies. The body is sickly and stiff. The church is complete only when the one is reflected in the ones who abide in Christ and serve humbly for the good of others. Bottom line, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are the foundation, the growth, and the completeness of the church. We need more and more of the one. 
and more and more followers of Christ that walk in the steps of the one in living service to others. It is then that we find completeness in the only one who alone can provide what we need to flourish and grow. He is everything. Without him, we are nothing. No substitutions, just the genuine. Abba, more of you, less of me, until the moment when there is none of me and all of you in me. In Jesus' name, amen.